0: Good afternoon. It is September first, twenty twenty one. You're listening to a little column A, a little column B, hosted by Will Emanos and coast by Zach Bishop. How are we doing today, buddy?
1: What's going on, Will? I think uh, all the listeners and people know that you were interested in, in getting in getting a pet. You're looking at uh, getting a dog for a little bit. It's kind of been on on pause as you're kind of trying to trying to reassess, but might have found a uh, out of the way opportunity for you. Would you be interested in a live cougar as a pet? A live cougar? A live cougar. Do you think you could live with that fear? Do you think you could conquer that fear?
0: Zach, this is kind of a family podcast, man. We don't need to be calling women names and stuff. You know, we're they're going to come <laughs> back for us. A live cougar? Like an actual live animal? Uh, that seems very concerning. I, I did watch the, as I'm sure many other people did watch, the Tiger King documentary in the Take over the world during the pandemic that that gave us. So, I guess it is possible. I, I it's not just some crazy theory you're coming up with here. But I, yeah, no, I'm I'm good. I I I, I take enough chances in my life. I, those are the kind of chances I don't want to take.
1: That is the same way that this man in New York thought after he decided he was going to acquire out of state a live 80 pound cougar. In his Bronx, New York City apartment, so cannot imagine there was a lot of ability to roam around. Got it when it was, you know, just a little little, little kit, and it was cute. But now it's basically an adult, and he made sure to let authorities know: yes, I cannot handle it. So they came down, and some of the comments that the uh, wildlife people made, such as, wildlife like cougars are not pets. <laughs> While cougars may look cute and cuddly when young, these animals can grow up to be unpredictable and dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So I think just a good uh, helpful reminder that there are traditional pets for a reason, and then there are other animals that live in the wild and that live at the zoo. And they're different. Uh, and, yeah, they really shouldn't be mixed too much.
0: All right, well, but if this is the real world, wouldn't we just blame the parenting? the cougar's parents Uh, yeah it it was a nice cougar if you raised it right i i don't
1: think that that is is the case with i think maybe with 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 humans there's a little bit of nurture versus nature but i think with cougars they're you know they're wild they're wild cats they're gonna do what wild cats do
0: Man, you're really trying to find any way to use that word as much as possible in this huh? just
1: let's just it's, force. it's what it's what you call it it's the name of an animal
0: yeah I it's an animal all right uh let's see let's let's talk about some actual sports topics here we have awesome news I assume it's good news Zach's gonna have an entire podcast about this i I don't know if we're gonna be able to bear with him with it but
1: oh can I guess what you're gonna talk about you can go for it I know you're good with the the segues, so you know I'll let you have the next ones. But I just want to have a guess: is it the Jason Tatum workout pictures that came out yesterday?
0: The new the new tattoo, the twenty four?
1: No, no, no. The that was on his leg. I'm talking about the very brolic arm pictures that came out yesterday.
0: No, I mean I was definitely talking about Mac Jones. So you you completely missed all of this. You want to open with Jason Tatum?
1: I you said that I was gonna want to have a whole podcast about it, and I assumed that it was these Jason Tatum gym pictures. All right, but... so you
0: want to have a whole podcast talking about Cougars in Jason Tatum's arms?
1: Well, you said that you thought <laughs> you, you thought this is what I was gonna want, and so I wanted to guess what I thought you thought that I wanted.
0: All right. Well, let's hear it. what What, what do we know, What do we need to know about Jason Tatum's arms? That's so relevant that it oh, has forty five minutes enormous. of time left.
1: They're just enormous. They're on the internet. I would recommend uh, checking them out. And things are looking good for the Celtics next season. That's all all I needed. All
0: right, moving on to the actual news that we wanted to get to. No transition here. Cam Newton's been released. He is no longer a New England Patriot, meaning Mac Jones, rookie, is now in line for the starting job in what feels like the really start of a new era. I mean, we knew with Cam Newton – Best case scenario was what? We we don't sign him to a long-term contract. He's no long he's not the dynasty future. He's not something we're going to build our team around and I feel like Mac Jones kind of beat him out for the spot and now we are officially in the Mac Jones era. It's it's arrived. I have I have opinions.
1: I think let, let's get your
0: take first. I don't want to rain over all, all of it.
1: Are we jumping too quick? That is the Mac Jones era, and that it's not the Hoyer era. Are we going to get a real uh, whiplash situation going on? Uh, we might have waved Hoyer today, actually. Oh, okay. So, same question with with, with Stidham. We're we're definitely we're definitely going Mac attack. We're not getting you know, Belichick just the, next week, and everyone just assumes because it would make sense. But then all of a sudden. Uh, one o'clock rolls around. I think I imagine we're playing at one o'clock and then it's, well, hold on. Wait a minute. Why is this happening?
0: Okay. I don't think Stidham's actually on the roster either. And it looks like we did cut Hoyer today. Mac Jones is our only quarterback after we signed Brian Hoyer. All right, we, oh. wait, we got rid of Hoyer and then we <laughs> signed him to the practice squad after cutting him.
1: Okay. So there's probably some sort of situation where we're looking to check out a couple of guys and we're, we're going to bring them back because you have to have a backup quarterback. Uh, but I was, I was shocked by the, by the news just coming out uh, in the morning. Uh, I thought there was still uh, a decision to be made, whether it was going to be Mac Jones or Cam Newton. I just assumed with what I've seen other teams do recently with rookie QBs is we were going to start Cam Newton. If Cam was rolling fine, awesome. And then when there was a little bit of trouble, it'd be a real easy switch to make of, okay, yep, Mac is, uh, he's been ready, and that's what we want. I think that's going to be the most successful, and it would just be a nice, easy transition, and Cam would be the, the backup. It, I feel like it wasn't that many pre-seasons ago, preseason games ago. I saw when Mac Jones was doing well, Cam on the sideline, seeing uh very positively animated, you know, all, uh, all kind of on the same page. So I, I was definitely surprised that we were jumping, as as you said, into this new era just just with both feet immediately. It's like, it, I thought he looked looked good in the the last preseason game, but I mean that's just preseason. And just wonder what happens if there's there's a rough spot. I, 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 there's I, there's no other option.
0: It, it's happening whether we like it or not. And I want to talk about some of the other teams in the division. We're going to debate a little bit about the battle of these young quarterbacks now between us, the Jets, and Miami, and I'm not even saying Josh Allen's old either. He's very young. He's the oldest guy in, in the division now. though. This is, this is happened very quickly. Yeah, at 25. Uh, Cam Newton, Cam Newton's just a weird story. I mean, we were in a weird situation. It, it was a transition guy, and also a transition period for him and us. It, it was a, a weird fit. That would only happen for a small window and the windows closed. I, I want to just say one thing that I truly believe this actually had nothing to do with COVID despite all the the speculation of all that of, of him, the vaccination or anti-vaccine. I, I, I don't think it had anything to do with that. I, I think just Mac Jones outplayed Cam Newton enough with all the opportunities he was given. Now, he might have gotten one last opportunity towards the end there because of some COVID protocol stuff. And if that's that's what it led to, sure, you could point to that. But at the end of the day, Mac was given an opportunity. He outperformed Cam New, and he is now our quarterback. I expect a very run-heavy offense.
1: <laughs> I, I I agree with you that this might have given a little extra nudge in that direction. But from all of the things that I was hearing out of the Patriots camp was this was a, a misunderstanding because of the NFL, we were forced to go through this, but this was not a this guy has been a repeat offender, not following the rules, not being a team player, and this is an awesome excuse to to, to get rid of him. Do you see anybody signing Cam Newton either to a, I guess, I guess it'd be pretty late in the game to, to a starting role, but a, a a backup role?
0: Yes. If Baltimore doesn't pick him up, they're foolish. If somebody else doesn't pick him up, they're foolish too. I think he deserves to be on a roster. I was a little disappointed. We just waved him right now, and then we did the weird Hoyer thing. And I don't think Stidham's on our roster right now. So I don't know what the rush to get rid of him was. From everything I heard, he's just an awesome locker room guy. Like maybe he's the perfect backup guy. I mean, I mean, think about it. Who who's the perfect backup guy that you would want? I I think it's you don't want someone who's actually better than your starter, but you also don't want someone who's gonna be a problem in the locker room. And I I I don't I don't know. I I get why. He could be a store loser, maybe turn bitter. I just, I don't feel like he's that type of guy at this point in his career, especially after last year and especially after signing with us again. So for that, I, I'm a little sympathetic, but I do think someone else is going to sign him. I do think there's plenty of rosters out there that could benefit from having a backup. I mean, he's better than RG3, who's the backup in Baltimore. I think I'd rather do that. And I think he also plays a little bit similar to, or is capable of playing similar to Lamar Jackson just by
1: running. But that's that's who uh, I, I would I would go think, with. I think uh uh RG three is not the not the backup in, in Baltimore anymore. It's uh Tyler Huntley.
0: All right. Well Cam fits that known, better than him. Known backup. If you're looking for a, a, a poor man's Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton's sitting right here. I, I just I don't know why you wouldn't want to have a, a quarterback that plays a similar style as your starting quarterback. And maybe that's why we don't want him is cuz Mac Jones is going to play a completely different offense than what Cam Newton is going to do. There's no way we would call the same plays. That's
1: good. That that that's a good point. Something something similar and it's hey, Mac, you are the guy we're making the offense to work with your skill set and not some sort of hybrid in between and this is going to be the the best way to do it.
0: But also, if Mac Jones goes down, we're we may have the worst backup in the league. We I don't even know who it is.
1: <laughs> well, like I said, I think I think it's gonna be Hoyer, and I think in the in the NFL that's pretty pretty standards. If your QB goes down, you're in big trouble. So I, I don't think that should be too much of a concern. The bigger concern is if he comes out and it's just, oh, he's he's not good. That that'd be a problem.
0: I think Cam Newton will find another job if he wants it.
1: Maybe he. I think that he uh, when we signed him this year, I think he got uh, a couple mil guaranteed right at the beginning as I don't know if it was quite a signing bonus or the NFL contracts are weird. But right. I think he, he I don't think he'd have to be financially motivated. Uh it could be a I want to go where I'm gonna fit the best or maybe just kind of hangs out for a little bit, stays fresh, stays frosty. And like you said, somebody a quarterback gets hurt and he's he's there ready to go.
0: Yeah, I would I would I would be shocked if he's not on NFL roster by the end of the year. I, I really will be. I just think there's gonna be enough guys supporting him too there's plenty of guys that haven't played with Cam that are Cam Newton fans that would probably take an opportunity to play on the same team with him even if it's a backup role I, I, he
1: definitely had uh had some bumps last year but there was definitely he, he got covid so there might there might be something in that of you know that we've seen some of the athletes going back from covid and not quite being right and it, Maybe there's a little bit left in the tank that we weren't able to, uh, to squeeze out. Do do you think a Taysom Hill
0: role is is a bad
1: idea with Cam Newton? Like I was shocked yes. that wasn't a possibility. No, uh, that that seems gimmicky. It is gimmicky. I know that like the Saints but... are kind of doing it in, in you know with with Taysom, or they were doing it with with Taysom and Drew Brees, but it seems way more of a college football thing to do than a, a professional of. Like you were saying with Mac, this is this is the offense. The offense is for you. You're the quarterback. Not you're the quarterback most of the time, except for this other time where we bring in this gadget guy to do things. And I think that that's too confusing. I probably I got to imagine Cam didn't want to do that. It's like either make me the quarterback or you'll get me out of here.
0: That's, that's that's a fair enough argument. I just I don't feel like there's a really strong set of quarterbacks across the NFL. We have a ton of youth. And a ton of seniorities in the middle isn't really anybody you're super scared of. There's a lot of old guys, a lot of young guys, and a lot of guys that are somehow still in the league. I don't think there's a lot of strength at at the position right now, and I think doing some gimmicky things could really help you win a couple games. Also, it's a longer season. That's that's one more game of just grueling everything and and working towards all of it. I, I just think any way you could steal something or have it, favor you in just the slightest way could really make a huge difference. And I think those kind of gimmicky plays are an opportunity that somebody could capture right now.
1: I would, I would just think if it was a successful play and maybe I'm old school thinking and football is kind of an old school thinking mindset. Most of the time is if it was a successful way of doing it, why aren't more teams doing it already?
0: Yeah, I guess just generally you don't have the opportunity to have that, variety of a roster spot like you said your backup is supposed to be the closest thing you think you could find to replacing your starter uh but anyways all right so within the division now we have a ton of youth at quarterback i think the bills are the clear-cut favorite i'm a little worried that the bills may dominate these these rosters right now i don't think two is ready i I don't even has zach wilson even played is he even is he even playing for the jets now we have mac jones over here I'm worried that the Bills are just going to eat up all these rookies and second-year guys with Tua. Well,
1: they have been have been successful, so that would make the most sense.
0: I just think they're going to be chomping at the bit, and all these other teams should be concerned. I also think it's going to be a huge advantage playing within, within this division for, for the Bills, an advantage the Patriots have once had for decades of dominance. I'm I'm a little worried that now the Bills have it. It was a lot more fun when we were on top. It really was. It really was. I, I think Miami's going to struggle more this year. I'm not a huge Tua guy. I don't think I saw enough good things that I would be encouraged by. I think I saw a lot of weird habits that didn't... It just didn't work. I just felt like he was off last year and it felt very forced. And then I have no fear of the Jets at all. I, I, honestly, I... I I have nothing nice to say about the Jets. Like, what's the nicest thing you're capable of saying about this Jets roster?
1: They're not the Giants.
0: (laughs) Perfect transition here, because I do want to talk about the NFC East. I have a new name for the Washington football team. Are you ready? Oh, yes, I am ready. All right, get ready for this. I got it. This is the name. They're going to keep it this year. They might hold it until the start of next year, but it's a placeholder. How does... The NFC East champion sound. Whoa! Can you just call yourself that? That yeah. seems that seems smart. <laughs> it's, it's a temporary, it's a temporary placeholder. But I, I think I think I'm going to give it to them right now, and they can have it until next year, and they might even have it next year. I like Washington. I like a lot of the rosters. I like the moves they've made. I I just think they're going to be a super competitive team in a even less talent vision with even less talent than some of the garbage teams I just talked about. I, I I just that's that's my new football team all right I'm, I'm in with Gibson I'm in with McLaurin give me some Fitzmagic give me some Heineke. I would give me it all I'm I'm in I'm in on the Washington football team I'm I'm stamping it down right now and I'm telling you right now fantasy wise the more Washington football players you can get on your team the better off you will be Pick up the tight end get in get Logan Thomas get get the running back in Gibson pick up McLaurin who's been killing it for the last couple years you won't regret it well, this is this is
1: a surprise. I did not expect to see this coming. Lock it in. How uh how NFC East would it be to go ahead and name yourself the NFC East champions when that doesn't make you champions? <laughs> and like you could have just called yourself Super Bowl champions is right there, but you just no, no, nope. you know, this is where it's at. Right here.
0: Nope. No, I, I I'm not predicting Super Bowl bound, but I do think they are gonna win this division. As a matter of fact, I think they're gonna dominate this division. I, I really think they are. I think a lot of these divisions are gonna get dominant dominated. There's gonna be a huge front runner and then it's gonna be a weird wild card run of just some really tight garbage teams just clawing their way just to get in.
1: But. Where is the the Ryan Fitzpatrick love coming from? Because he's had some success in the past, but it really seems like it's only up to a certain line and then the wheels fall off.
0: All right, do you think Miami was a good team last year? Not really. Not really? Alright, well I thought Fitzpatrick was able to take a not really good team and get some wins out of it last year and I think this year he's got an even better roster and I think he would have got even more wins last year if they kept him. They really forced the two-a-thing. I thought that was a mistake. They could have made the playoffs with Fitz and they're probably out in the first round and that's it. But I feel like that's enough of proven talent for Fitzpatrick to say if we give you more talent in Washington right now, he'll be even better. I I just I, he's got competitive nature, man. I think he's a smart guy. He's definitely a gunslinger, but I, I just think he's going to fit. I think he's going to fit for what they need. I think he's going to be s- ultra competitive. He's going to be into everything. And I think he's going to fit in on this thing. And what? even if he doesn't, I, I, I the Heineke guy, I think, is, is solid, too. I saw him for a quarter last year, and I remember his name, and I thought he, he did some good things, too. But it doesn't matter. There's enough pieces around this team, especially with the defense and this, that I think there's enough names that it doesn't matter who's the quarterback. I think enough of these guys are qualified to carry this roster.
1: I can't think of the the specific games. I do remember it seemed like they put Tua in kind of quick, but he, he was only four and three in his starts last year, so it wasn't like he was undefeated or one loss, and it was pretty close to 500. That wasn't
0: a good team, though, and they weren't supposed to be winning games. He was somehow winning games when they were supposed to be losing
1: games. I They, 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 they ended... Uh, well, how'd they end the season? I
0: did take, it, not well. it close? No, I, I don't think yeah. Tua got that many wins. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, there, it, I'm shocked on the doubt it, with Fitzpatrick right now. You, you really feel like it was a mistake that they signed him? Like, how many quarterbacks would you rather with Fitzpatrick right I now? I mean, you
1: got you to gotta, you gotta roll somebody out there, but I, I don't know how much excitement you're going to have for a 38-year-old quarterback that has never had a ton of success.
0: He's due. He's due. That's how this works, right?
1: He's due. <laughs> look, look, going going backwards. Let me know when you want me to stop. I'm going to give you his his record in games in games that he uh, he started. All right, but what, what last teams year. Is,
0: are, were any of these rosters better than the roster he's playing with right now? Did he ever have a running back well, as good I'm as Gibson? Have to do more research for that. Did he ever have a receiver as good as McLaurin?
1: But if you're a good quarterback, you elevate the team to your level you don't have to rely on the the, the other way i'm not saying that he has to be a super bowl quarterback I'm, I'm just saying if you're looking to get excited and i, I suppose though to win the nfc east is not usually a very high bar All right, i guess i'm just saying fitzpatrick's
0: capable of being a qualified playoff contending game manager quarterback and i think with this roster he'll be able to do that easier I, he's not going to suddenly get mvp votes this year i just think I think he can manage this team and get them enough wins with this sloppy division, and who knows what that leads to. I, I just—it's hard, it's hard. It always to be...
1: seems like the NF, the, NF, the NFC East is always wide open, so it wouldn't take much to to have something happen. But I could easily see he's going okay, and the rest of the, the division is uh, is doing terrible, and then it just all of a sudden. There's a three-pick game, and there's a fumble at a bad time, and it's just, yep, well, he he's out there.
0: It's fine. It's fine. I knew it was a bold statement when I said it. I didn't want you to just agree with it. It's all right. New name, Washington football team no longer. The NFC East yeah. champions. Lock it in. They,
1: they really have to actually come up with a name. This is such a coward's way out to just, nope, nope, we're just going to be the football team. Just come on, get your group of people together, come up with the name, announce it. We're all going to poo poo on it for a couple of days, a week later. Then we're going to realize all names are stupid. Like same thing that we did the, uh, the, the, the Cleveland name change to, to the guardians and in a year it's just, it's going to seem normal and no one's going to care anymore, but at least man up and come up with a name for your team.
0: I agree. I agree. I, the Guardians. The more I look at it, it it makes more sense for the transition. Uh, I mean, the the similar sounding name, the similar style of font and appearance. I think those are relatable enough that it's not like an entirely new thing. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I like my name for now. Uh, you got any bold predictions you want to throw out there right now? Or am I the only one doing this? Well,
1: you know, you put me. He put me on the spot, <laughs> so it's hard to come up with a bold prediction on the on the spot. I didn't I even think we were going to talk uh, football today.
0: Do you have any fantasy help for anyone right now? Because we're running out. I of do time. have fantasy help. Do you?
1: Yes, I do have fantasy help. Right, yeah, I, it, when I when is, I have it, to prepare something, I can come prepared. Is it? Is I got it, a guy.
0: McCaffrey is still the number one pick. Can we get something? No, no, more I already than, gave that advice. Yeah, can we get some advice. actual
1: advice? Can you can you dig a little deeper? I got I got new advice. All right, let's hear something. I got, a, I got a, a, a running back. Running back should be on everybody's radar. Trey Sermon. He's going to be the the San Francisco 49ers running back. He is a rookie. He's out of Oklahoma, especially if you're in a keeper league, whereby what round you get him in, this is going to be your keeper next year. You draft him, you get him in the, I don't know, the sixth or seventh round. I don't know exactly his, uh, his latest projection. I was able to get him uh, pretty deep in a in an eight-man league a couple days ago, and that'll be the guy you keep next year because he's going to be a first or second round guy next year.
0: I, I like it. I think they are going to be a really improved team this year. They're going to turn everything around overnight. I think they have a really good
1: defense. Kyle it's- Shanahan loves to have a strong rushing attack, and that's very helpful if you're the running back, believe it or not.
0: All right. Well, there you go. You got a little little tidbit there. I, I did. I did actually uh, try and draft him in the first one. It was one of the few guys that I I I had to decide over someone else too. Uh, but if you can find running backs late and they're affordable in the fantasy draft, I think that's a that's a really good deal right there. So
1: how in in the draft that you did, how did you feel on being able to draft a a quarterback? Just kind of overall thoughts.
0: I hate drafting quarterback early. I I think when you when you filter through all the players, if you were to like just kind of sort through them and you sorted them all by either just points or projected points, the quarterbacks are projected for so many more points. So it makes you feel like, oh, it's the highest scoring guy in my roster. I should I should take him first. But the reality is is there's a lot of guys that score a lot of points at that position and you don't need to really prioritize one. I I would just try and find a guy who's just going to consistently score points or at least has an offense or in a schedule that just seems favorable that won't be just grilling and just torturing i i i don't like drafting one early i would i would target somebody if you wanted to draft someone early i wouldn't go for the big guys i would consider drafting like russell wilson or herbert an early quarterback spot and if you're super concerned about quarterbacks i think those are kind of guys you should target if not man, I'll take my chances with like a late round Joe Burrow. Like I'll, I'm good with something like that. I, I I, really feel like you can get a really good deal at late, super late with someone like that. I wouldn't worry about going after Mahomes or Tom Brady or Josh Allen. I mean, I'm sure those guys will be great, but I think there's other roster spots you can fill then that will not be available to you later versus there's plenty of quarterbacks. Like I just mentioned, will go rounds after. Is that, is that the kind of answer you're looking for?
1: Yeah, that's what I was looking for. And the, in the draft I did earlier this week, like I said, it's an eight-man, so it, it's it's definitely goofy the the amount of guys you need. But Mahomes was one of the guys kept, but then after that, I think Lamar Jackson went first. But that was that was you know rounds in, and then maybe it's just you you mentioned earlier that we have the old guard and we have exciting young guys, so maybe it's just with quarterback two name recognition is big. So it's just oh. I've seen Russell Wilson do awesome things. I've seen Tom Brady do miraculous things. And then, Oh, well, I saw Herbert last year. And like you said, like, Oh man, Joe Burrow, I wouldn't have him Joe Burrow. Like, he he could definitely come back from the injury. He, he, he was looking pretty good beforehand. And so just every guy, you just kind of have that. Oh, I, I think this is a good pick. And was just thinking way down the list. And I, I it seemed I would have thought Aaron Rodgers just would have went much higher. And we're just wondering, was this something that happened that was unusual in my draft? Or if you were also seeing it as, yeah, you can really wait on quarterback and you can kind of just pick whoever you want and maybe just try to grab him around early.
0: I, I just, I mean, how much better? It's just, I, I think of guys like James Winston and Ben Roethlisberger where, all right, you're going to, you might get the 50, 50 where, you know, 50% of them are touchdowns and 50% of them are interceptions, but at least you got a guy who's slinging the ball around fantasy wise, and and that's that's kind of all you want. I'd rather have that than a potential Mac Jones where he hands off the ball, you know, three out of four times. Yeah. So fantasy is weird though because championships are won in garbage time. And, Big time. And it's it's so unpredictable to anticipate. All right, I think this team's really bad. They're going to be down thirty points every game. And in the fourth quarter, they're going to try and score 30 points. And the only way to do that is you sling the ball around, you throw a bunch of deep balls, and maybe a couple of them work, and you still lose the game by 15. But, hey, you know what? You got 14 extra points at the end there of just hell Marys it's and huge. Big plays, and, and suddenly you look at the numbers. Like, oh, man, he threw for, you know, 200, 300 yards and had two touchdowns. And it's like, oh, you yeah, know, that, that, that's pretty good. When the reality was it was a terrible game. This guy's not a good quarterback. This is a bad team, and you – you're going to benefit off that in fantasy. It's it's a weird game. You're rooting for individuals, you're not rooting for teams. It, it never makes sense. So I I I wouldn't be discouraged by any quarterback. I just I mentioned in previous podcasts I wouldn't take any rookies and I stand by that. I would not take any rookies. I I just think there's way better options out there that'll be way more consistent and you're just going to have a way more comfortable fantasy season not having to worry am I getting the good the good rookie today, or the, or the bad rookie? Because the bad rookie, you're going to get negative points, and you're going to be upset. That the position where you could score the most points every week, you're going to have negative. I, I just I anticipate that happening at least one or one or two, three, four times this year for some of these rookies. It's gonna
1: hey, be high, high risk, high reward for sure.
0: Yeah, uh, I got I got one fancy name. I'm going to throw out there. This is super deep, All right. super deep. He was just traded today, uh, Chris Herndon. From the New York Jets was traded to the Minnesota Vikings because uh, their tight end what is it, Irv Smith is I think he's on the pup list now. I think he's gonna be out at least six weeks. OK. All right. Chris Herdon is a pretty solid tight end. I've had him on my fantasy rosters the last two years as like my last pick kind of thing. And I'm really hoping that the Jets are just that much of a mess because I've seen him have some decent games. And I think he's going to have a lot of decent games for the Minnesota Vikings. Super deep. Don't even look him up right now. I guarantee his ranking is super low, and you're like, "Why would I ever want something like that?" It's just, just put him on the watch list. You know, maybe if you're high up on the waivers, you know, week two, you give him a shot. I'm just—he just got into town, so it might take a week or two. But this is a name I think it's worth having on your radar. All right,
1: Tight Man, end. you're you're you pumping out the uh, the the fantasy advice, and this is the the last show before we will have our draft together and we'll find out how much of your advice was advice and how much of your advice was really just misinformation for me i'm excited oh
0: man i i'm worried i'm worried that i don't even want to share this one but uh are you familiar with uh was it rahandre stevenson no i am not who is rahandre stevenson he's the patriots backup running back right now Put him on the watch list. Put him on the radar. He was my last pick of my draft earlier this week. I think that we're going to run the ball a lot with Mac Jones. I think Mac's still going to do a lot of good things. I think he's just going to be set up where it's easy stuff, easy stuff. And with easy stuff with quarterbacks, means we hand off the ball a lot. And I think Rejandre may be the workhorse at the goal line and that may be... Oh,
1: okay. That so this isn't something. like a, a hedge on Damian Harris or anything.
0: No, I think Damian Harris is going to get his his workload. He'll be just fine. But I think if you're looking for a touchdown vulture that's going to be on the New England Patriots and going to have regular shots, hopefully in the red zone, or Andre Stevenson. Put him on the radar. Super deep, guys. Right. Again, you're going to look up these rankings. you say, this guy's owned in 3% of the leagues. I'm crazy for even looking at him. But I think especially with the Josh Allen announcement, I, it makes me even more excited to have someone like that on my roster because Cam Newton is is essentially another running back on the team. So you take him out, this guy is truly the second running back up now. It's no longer like the third running back where it's Damian Harris is the number one running back, Cam's kind of number two, and then this guy would need number three. I think uh, the workload just went up a lot for Rejandre, and I'm going to work on that I, uh, name pronunciation. I, so <laughs>
1: hopefully that's right. yeah.
0: I, you're, gonna, yeah. you're gonna hear it week one.
1: I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's like oh, that's how you pronounce it. I am a, a a big fan of that, and I always gotta remind myself because I very much like to come up with my rankings. And you know, I have the tiers, so I, I have a you know a, a plan going in. You know, knowing what draft position I have, we have the keepers, so knowing who you're starting with, so you kind of got to feel for okay, I know where my best player is, so I can I can make moves off of that. But remembering when you get down to. The last two, three picks before you're grabbing uh, the kicker in the defense is these guys aren't gonna play the first weeks until the bye for sure. It's like you already drafted these studs for sure. Someone could get hurt. That'd be unfortunate. But then even there, you have the you know the, you know the, the the football equivalent of you know your sixth and seventh man. Uh, so remembering. Take some swings on guys. Take a look. Like you said, like, ah, I think he's going to be a workhorse of just try to find find some gold. And worst case is you, you have him on your on your bench for a couple of weeks when when buys show up. Oh, no, I guess I got to dra- drop them. But best case is you, you find a little, a little nugget there.
0: Also, I will tell you this. I just showed a lot of loyalty to these two guys. I will also just mention this. If someone on the waiver suddenly explodes and I have to immediately pick them up, I have no attachment to either of these guys. All right. So like, this is, if you're looking for an easy guy to drop someone who's only owned in 3% of the league, you know what? I think you're going to be all right to drop him. And if you want to keep an eye on him somewhere down the road, he might still be there. So it's kind of nice having a flexible roster spot where it's kind of a big swing, but also something you're not super attached to. And you can immediately pick up something else. Cause nothing worse than somebody being hot in the waiver wire. And you don't want to drop anyone on your roster and you got to yep. drop someone. So it's, I just think having someone like this with your last pick grants you a little bit more flexibility. Also, uh, just a tip, if you do have an IR spot, don't be afraid to draft someone who is, uh has has either the IR logo or the pup or an out symbol to them, and they're qualified for the IR spot. Don't be afraid to draft someone for that. Free up a roster spot. Pick up someone else on waivers. You might be able to get both these guys on waivers easily uh, after the draft. You won't even have to draft them. You just move the one guy to the IR Fill in your last roster spot, roster spot with one of these guys. Ready to go. Ready to go. All right, speaking of ready to go, college football is ready to go. and or Actually, college football is ready to go, but I want to talk about high school football real quick, which is apparently also ready to go. We got a lot of fired-up teams with a lot of D1 talent, and ESPN cannot wait to show as much of that to you as you want. Apparently, they've had... Some struggles in uh scheduling some of these, so they uh they got a little lazy. They got a little lazy with some of their uh high school football teams and qualifications, I guess. Uh Bishop Sycamore, Zach. Is is there any relation? Is is this where you went? It's not great. It's not great for the bishop name, that's for sure. I think this is my new favorite school. I support this team more than anything. This is the most American team in the country, if you ask me. This is this is what America's about. <laughs> I, I can't even get through this. You you know more about this than I do. What what happened? Why are we talking about it? And who the hell is Bishop Sycamore?
1: So Bishop Sycamore was able to play a game on Sunday against IMG Academy. Now, I didn't know that IMG Academy played football just because they're very, very big on the college. Or not, excuse me, not college, but on high school basketball getting uh, college D one college basketball players, so makes sense once it came out. I'm just not nearly plugged in on the the football side side of things. But if you look up IMG Academy basketball, you're going to see a lot of familiar names. So that's who Bishop Sycamore was playing on Sunday, and they got walloped fifty nine to nothing. I don't think that's uh, a, a big surprise. It was more of just how disorganized they were, and it was just. It was really, really bad, and it's really turned into this. It's funny that you mentioned Tiger King earlier because I've been thinking about it. It's really a Tiger King situation where somebody mentions it to you, and it's like, "Hey, did you hear about this?" No, no, what is it? This happened. Oh man, that's really weird. Well, hold on, it and just it just keeps, keeps going, getting it keeps more going. and more weird. Of they played this game on Sunday, turns out they played a game on Friday. <laughs> now, if you're not familiar with football, you don't play two games in three days. That's not something that happens
0: at any level, at any level. At, not-
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At, at any level. Uh, it comes out that their game on Friday. They only have black uniforms. They were on the road. So in football on the road, you normally wear a white uniform. I saw the pictures. It was uh, two black uniform teams playing against each other. I don't know how the referees <laughs> let it get away. I don't know how you played that game. Cause with, with, with basketball, it would for sure be tricky. You definitely once in a while would pass the ball to the, to the wrong team. Oops, whatever. But in football, you have a, a helmet on, and you're trying to hit people. It, it, it must have must must have been chaos. The coach has an open warrant out for his arrest because he owes uh, thousands of dollars. I think it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. Not sure exactly to who. There is talk that these are not high school players. That... These are former JUCO athletes, so junior college players. So they're, like, in their, like, early 20s. So it's like, okay, you just you, you keep going down. Hey, you forgot to skip over
0: the part where they have no D1 recruits on their roster, and they told oh. ESPN they have D1 recruits on their roster, and they were like, oh, all right, we'll, we'll match you up with other D1 recruits, and we'll, we'll
1: broadcast more D1 recruits. This is exactly what ESPN wants. Well, this— that's the thing is it's not all on espn because yeah they advertise we have d1 recruits you find out espn goes through this other company uh paragon i think is it so paragon's the one that goes out and actually finds these schools and then kind of packages it to espn and says like yep these are like the real schools these are legit this is what you want but you are correct but they did not have any d1 athletes on the team they only have about thirty uh, guys on the team, and a lot of them are playing both sides. Which I think at the at where we went to high school is pretty much the norm. But once you get to the higher levels, and you're going to be playing D one, you do not play on both sides of the ball. You have your one position, and that's what you're going to play. Uh, I'm trying to think what else was on this. Uh, on this was oh, if you go to look up this school, their website is basically a blog and it's an online they school anything. it's an online charter school that, it's, there's that, no school a,
0: this is an online that's what they're school. claiming
1: yeah <laughs> if you if you go if you look up what they say their addresses it's just some like office park in columbus ohio where they're allegedly from but what i want to say it's not all espn and paragon's fault for jumping in on this is they've been tricking everybody i i saw what their their schedule is They play zero games in Ohio, except that's where they're supposed to be from. But they have games scheduled. I think they have, like, two games scheduled in Texas. They got a game scheduled in California. They are playing a, like, legitimate, we are, like, awesome (laughs) at football schedule against, like, IMG Academy and these other schools. So I have to imagine by this week that they're going to – all these games are going to be canceled just with how much media – attention this has gotten but oh man once you keep going down this it's just every time it just wait what wait they're they're not high school kids wait the high school doesn't exist how how did this happen
0: well you don't think you you don't think ESPN could have looked it up found out it was an online charter school and said maybe they don't have a very good football program like is that is that biased to say no. that I don't think a lot of online schools have a very good football program is that wrong
1: I don't think there's really many online high schools. I mean, everyone did it last year because of the pandemic, but I don't think that is a (laughs) regular thing. And I think, like I said, they they, they go through this Paragon marketing group that they kind of set up the the multiple events. And I'm just thinking, think how many colleges there are that play football. And there's got to be, what, many times that many high schools, if not more. And I think there's just, there's a lot, and it was probably rushed, and with COVID still kind of going on, it was, hey, we got to get do games. Uh,
0: I don't know. I kind of like the idea of being able to circle Bishop Sycamore on the schedule and be like, yes, we play the homeschool kids on this week. Let's let's do this. <laughs> 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 They're not kids. <laughs> They're not anything. They're not even football players. They're guys wearing helmets and a uniform. They
1: don't even have both uniforms. I think that's what might've, might've helped where if it had been basketball, it's, you can see it's like, Oh, well, those those guys don't know if those guys like high school aged, but with football, you have the helmet on and just, you, you, you kind of, you look the part. uh, Why would you question it?
0: Is this supposed to show a flaw in the system? Like, is this a gracious that the high school scheduling committee needed or is this just a headache being like, all right, we knew this was a possibility, but no one has ever been naive enough to really take advantage of it. And now they've done this, and now we have to make actual changes. You kind of just ruin this for everyone.
1: How does it ruin it for anybody else? Everybody else is playing for legitimate high schools.
0: Are they? I Now I need proof. Now, now I want to go back and just check everything. <laughs> How do we know that they're the only one doing this? what if they won? Like, what if this team won? What if they brought in a bunch of awesome recruits and they just started winning? I mean, them getting,
1: I think they would also get the attention the same way. The negative attention. Once you get a lot of attention, people are going to start digging into it and wanting to do interviews with players. And some, someone would trip up or say the wrong thing. And you'd realize, wait, hold on. This guy, this guy looks familiar. Like, wait, he graduated from some Texas school four years ago.
0: Such a such a wacky story. I, the best part is, we're probably going to talk about this again on the podcast, right? Like this. You think is, so? I, th- I think I think it's no, I think it's done. I, I think we're going to hear more. I think we're going to hear more. What's the, what's going to be the more? I, I I don't know. I'm not I'm not ready to report it now. I'll tell you when it comes out. <laughs> it, we're going to hear more about this. this is, I think this is going to have some actual legal feedback that we're going to have to cover. I'm like, all right, now this guy's in prison because. He made up a fake high school, and he lied to ESPN, and for some odd reason, he's also oh, he owes thousands and thousands of dollars. <laughs> there's, just, there's just more here. I think there's more here. I think there's going to be more schools that are that get caught in this now, too. I don't think this is the only school doing this. You think this happens a lot? I do. I, I do think this now happens a lot. For as easy as these guys got, as, as easy as they did it and as far as they got, they got on ESPN. Like, do you think you could just get a team on ESPN that easily? Even lying, I feel like you couldn't get a team on ESPN without some actual skill sets. Like this, this took some actual. They have
1: they have D one prospects, plural. <laughs> is that all you gotta say? That's it. That's just that's it. I was thinking i would I would I would like to run a, a basketball team.
0: <laughs> what do you want to call it? Can we? Do you want Bishop Sycamore Homeschoolers? Like, is that? Too similar. I think it's or, a little too close. Is that a little too close?
1: Yeah.
0: I I like the idea of having homeschool high schoolers. The Bishop Homeschool High Schoolers.
1: Bishop Homeschool High School. It's <laughs> it's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. Well, so's the team.
0: All right. Get ready. Multiple D one recruits. We're we got it. We got a roster. We got a foreign guy. You don't even know him. I don't even know how to say his name yet. But he's good. You, you gotta watch out for him. He's from. uh I don't know, what's what the least interesting country out there that no one's going to research at all?
1: <laughs>
0: Croatia. All right, yeah, he's from, he's from Croatia. All right. Well, speaking of actually international and some other countries here, China is restricting child video game play to three hours. Now, I ask you this, if this is a real concern in children, why aren't they restricting the adults also? Like all right, this thing's bad for you. This isn't good. But once you get a certain age, sure, go ahead. You can do all these unhealthy things as many times as you want. Is is that is that parenting
1: a country here? Is that how that works? They're definitely parenting a country. <laughs> I, I think honest- the idea is as a kid as an adult you should be able to say okay, one hour on the weekends, yep, that's enough for me. I am good. I'm going to move on. But as a kid, you can get addicted and you're playing it way too much and you're not doing your homework and you're not doing the things you're supposed to do, I think is the, the thought behind it.
0: I I just want to say this right now. I, as someone who played a ton of video games in college and watched a lot of friends play video games and, and all of that, three hours a day, that's that's solid. Like If you're playing more than three hours a day, you're... No,
1: no, no. Three hours for the week. Oh, for the week? Oh, man. Yeah. Limiting video games for only three hours per week.
0: Yeah, that's a different unit. That changes things. Three hours a week. Yeah, that's tough.
1: And get this. It's not just like, oh, yeah, you could play for, for three hours on the weekends. Oh, okay, cool. Friday, get out of school, I would like to play video games for my three hours. I'm busy on Saturday and Sunday doing whatever Chinese children are doing. No, no. You're allowed to play on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday between the hours of 8 p.m. and 9 p.m.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know what? I I don't think we highlight the, the advantages of this country that we live in often enough. I think a lot of the times we critique some of the unfortunate parts and the, the problems we have with it. It's easy to pick apart all that things, but there's certain freedoms that we have. <laughs> May not be for the best or for the worst, but it freedom nonetheless. And I don't know. I I just this this seems like you're just enticing people to try and find a way around it. And I I don't know. This is almost seems like uh, like like the like the alcohol age in Europe is like, all right, it's 18. But you know what? They have no problems with the with the drinking there. It's only here that we're like, no, 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 no. I almost feel like we just legalized all drugs. We'd have less problems.
1: So you're thinking as soon as uh, as these Chinese kids turn 18, it's just <laughs> binge mode. And I'm going to sit down and I'm not going to stop playing for hours.
0: I do. I really do.
1: Yeah, no, I it's, do. It's very possible. That, that was my first thought was, okay, you, you say that, but you play video games in your home. So it, you're putting this on the, on the parents to police this and parents are already busy so like how how would you even even police this but apparently they're putting in new rules that say it's the companies are they're going to force the companies to acquire players using their real names to sign on so that way you can't sign on as like hey you know i'm 18 so i am sure that they will find certain kids will find ways around it but it seems like they're looking to put things in place that it's not so much of just, yeah, it's on the honor system. It's no, no, we, no. we're going to keep an eye on you. No,
0: no, no. You, you watch Silicon Valley. You're, you're familiar with the, the China required backdoor that they have access to pretty much everything online. They can shut it down whenever they want. They can limit it to whatever they want. I imagine they already have something that's going to intercept and keep track and do all of this. It'll be attached to whatever you're username tag is and the second you log in it'll probably clock and the second you log out it'll stop clocking and and i and i
1: think that that's how it's gonna work they have the only thing that i couldn't find was what the penalty would be because that's what i was interested in is if you get caught doing this is it hey here's a hundred dollar fine or is it hey we're gonna chop your hands off
0: (laughs) i bet i bet it is you just don't get to play anymore at all I bet it's probably like a ban. It's probably like a lifetime ban.
1: Like then you're I done. I Think Ooh. you're just done.
0: It has to be. Otherwise, w- w- all right. It's a fine. It's, all right. Sorry, mom and dad. Looks like I'm not going to college. I'm just gonna find, collect all these thousand dollars fines. <laughs> just you know, w- w- it has to be a lifetime ban. I don't think there's any other way that you could you could ad- force them to stay under the three hours. It, it has to be something as as brutal consequential as that. It's a yep. different world no, glad,
1: though. Glad I live uh in, in America where there's a lot more freedoms.
0: It's it's certainly an advantage. Uh I don't think we get to say enough things about it often enough. And for all the people that fight for it to be awesome. Uh all right, last uh, last little topic here. We we have some uh some free free bottles being given away here. Uh I can't read my handwriting entirely, but it looks like there was a hundred bottles of wine given to residents who turn a hundred.
1: So this was in it's called a Swiss Canton. Now I saw that and said, What is Canton? And even when I googled it, it came up with, Are you looking for Canton, Connecticut? It's like, I I don't think so. And what I found out, just a nice little nice little nugget of information. Can't say this podcast wasn't helpful in helping you learn something today. It's basically the Swiss version of a state. So they have a group of areas, and they're not called states; they're called cantons. But this specific one has decided it's uh, going to reward, like you said, a hundred bottles of wine when you reach the age uh, of a hundred. Now, giving away a prize to people that turned a hundred is actually not new. They, from two thousand to two thousand fifteen, were giving away a chair, a comfy free armchair, but. 2015 they got rid of that because there was a lack of interest uh care to venture a guess at how many people they had turn 100 uh last year um uh, a hundred <laughs> 27 it's 100 man that, that that's a lot they i had
0: 27 I, 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 d- i'm pretty naive on the population guess here so i just said 100 yeah you know i was like how many people are there uh all right 100 100 seems a little ridiculous now i looked it up
1: all right yeah 27 27 is a lot though if you think like that's (laughs) what i'm thinking i was i was not expecting that much and so there are actually three options you can get the 100 bottles of wine you can get a a voucher to use at a local merchants or craftsmen or the third one is you can donate it to charity uh, five people opted for the donation or for the gift voucher or for, no, five opted for the donation two for the gift voucher. So 20 of them opted for the wine. So that was far and away the most popular one. I don't think that I would have guessed that a hundred bottles of wine is a lot of bottles of wine. I'm not sure if you're at a hundred, if you're going to make it through a hundred bottles of wine.
0: I I think you have a hundred gifts for all your hundred best friends that you've made over your hundred years now. I think that's how you're looking at it. I don't think you have any of the wine yourself. I think these are all just you have
1: hint. none of the wine. It's all gifts. You're hundred years old.
0: You must have been doing Do something. Do you know right. that many people? No, no, I don't. I might some people might get two bottles. Actually, for the amount of people I know, they might get like twenty bottles each. I don't you know.
1: I, I was I, I was I was shocked that the, the wine was took over the armchair and took is taking over these other ones of nope, please give me the hundred bottles of wine. That is what I would like. Are they allowed to play video games as much as they want? Like, do they know that? I would imagine so. <laughs> I, I, I got to imagine that the uh, the reaction time has got to be an issue, but what do I know? I actually, going back to the, uh, to the, the, the China ban, that's probably got to help uh, people like me playing video games that are not very good. You're getting rid of a whole bunch of children that can just <laughs> practice all the time. Now they only get three hours uh, a week. Oh, I get more than that. I
0: you didn't catch up to them. How do you have fun with a limited three hours? I almost feel like you'd get too ultra competitive, being like, I only got three hours. We're going all out, all focused. I'm super competitive. I'm yeah, gonna be
1: angry if I'm not winning because I only got three hours to play. And not even the three hours, how limited it is of okay, it is Friday. It is 7 30. Okay, I am sitting in front of the the TV. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. And yeah, exactly like you said, of if your internet glitches. If you have a, a rough game, it just immediately you just you have to be going going crazy.
0: It it seems like the opposite of fun. I don't need a shot clock on a hobby. All right. I don't need I don't need all right. I can indulge without indulging, all right. I, without being dangerous. That's
1: kind of the cool thing with video games as as a hobby is sometimes you go and you play for a half an hour, and other times you go and you play for a couple of hours, but just kind of on a oh nope, this this is going well, and sometimes like nope. Not not really feeling it today. I'm I'm going to go do something else.
0: Yeah. I I don't know about that. All right, I'll tell you what though. If you want to, you know, practice doing this backflip thing, you can do 3 hours a day, but no more. All right? That's it. Okay. 3 hours a day. For, 3 hours a day for the backflip. We got an update on that? Does
1: that we? Does that include uh like regular working out or
0: I mean, just... you think, hold on. You really think you're working out more than 3 hours a day anyways? I just want—I don't want to break the rules. I'm just saying, if you want to go out here and say on the podcast, you're working more three hours a day right now, and you look the way you look. Not that it's bad, but three hours a day, and these are the results you're might getting. Be, I think we need might to re- be overtraining. We might need to rethink some things. Yes.
1: <laughs> might be overtraining. That might be the issue.
0: Well, we wait in anticipation of this backflip.
1: Everyone's gonna be excited when it happens. Maybe this weekend. Hey, Long this weekend. weekend are you at all concerned for the
0: seasons turning and you essentially running out of yes. time of doing yes. this outside yes, I am. and and suddenly yeah, so
1: i've started i am starting to count the weekends and started to realize that uh it's gonna be a lot colder doing this into into water in not that far amount of time so yes yes i'm, I'm definitely concerned especially with the uh the, the busy weekends i have coming up yes uh, it's definitely yes will it's a concern it's a major concern hey
0: I'm just glad I didn't w- lose the bet this year because this is this is great. I, you're, you're stressing out over. It. You're concerned. Are you concerned? You
1: I get concerned. was no concern for a while, <laughs> and then when I tried to do the backflip off the boat and that wasn't close, yes, I became much more concerned because now I'm thinking I just need to get higher, and if you fail from higher, it hurts more. So yes, that's my concern.
0: This is great. This is great. The consequences are continuing. Yeah, everyone keeps asking me, like, when's he going to do it? When's he going to do it? I'm like, no, you don't get it. Like, the punishment is that this just goes on until he does do it. Like, you it's, think about it all it's not, the time. It's not ending. He He's still doing it. This is like the bully that, like, threatens you or whatever badass person in the movie is like, uh, I know where you are, I know where you live, but you might never see me again, but no I'm there. Like, you're just constantly lurching around the corner and worried about this backflip. All right, This is the exact kind it's- of punishment that I enjoy, and I'm so happy I'm not doing it.
1: It's worse than a bully because you can avoid a bully and you can do other things. But I'm the bully. Well, I'm the bully and the victim. Well,
0: little column A, little column B. We'll be back next week. Thank you as always for listening. Anything else you want to tell for the people out there?
1: Yes, I have a shout out. I want to give a shout out to uh, to my dad. He's been back for uh, for a couple couple of months now, but uh, earlier this summer. He went on a grand motorcycle adventure of the United States from about Memorial Day uh, to uh, the the Fourth of July. There, there was a couple a couple months in there. Did a lot of visits, saw all of his all of his family, saw saw my my grandmother. And uh, he had asked uh, for for a podcast shout out, so finally got the opportunity to give him one, and uh, hopefully he'll get the chance to to go on more more motorcycle adventures in the future.
0: All right. Awesome shout-out. Thank you, as always, for listening. We'll be back next week. Well, little column A, little column B.